Jordan and Logan are bringing order to the galaxy. Every week here on The Pod Awakens, we will be discussing batches of episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars in chronological order. The Pod Awakens presents Chronological Clone Wars, a rewatch series. Hello and welcome to The Pod Awakens presents Chronological Clone Wars, where I am watching The Clone Wars for my second time. First time in chronological order, and Logan is watching for the first time ever. How are you today, Logan? Oh, I am doing well. Uh, the the force is with us today. I can feel it. The force strong. is strong. Yeah, <laughs> very strong. There's something in there's something in the force. It's probably wind or snow, but that's fine. Well, I'll tell you, it's really windy and stuff here. It is storming. Like I, I had the yeah. lightning shook the whole house. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's really bad across the country. I know. Um, so I turned off I my PlayStation. I didn't want to get zapped <laughs> like you did. I got electrocuted. I tell people I get hit by lightning. Um, <laughs> I did. I got zapped. And you know what's funny, Jordan? I was actually playing Star Wars at the moment. So that kind of sucked. Oh, yeah. You, well, you're playing was, Fallen was, Order, uh, right? Fallen Order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I switched the game because I thought it was the game. It was cursed. Yep. You're so like, wow, Palpatine really sends a shock. Yeah. Like, dang, man. Like, I then switched over to Spider Man. I remember specifically doing it. And it Ugh. literally burnt my hand. Like, it burnt my finger. It hurts so bad. If people want the the full story of that, we talked about it on a defunct podcast called. What was it? Yes, we did. Uh, Player ready was it? uh, Player some. Press start. Press start with Logan and Jordan. Uh, We pressed pause. Six months. Uh, It 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 distraught. It left Logan so distraught. We stopped podcasting about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not actually able to play video games anymore. My hands, yeah, like his hand, completely gone. Right the there. other one. See, I only have this one. <laughs> other one's robotic, like Luke. All right. Uh, we are talking. Last week we talked the Malevolence arc. This week I didn't have a name for this arc because it's actually an episode called Rookies that kicked us off, and then mm-hmm. we kind of go into a two-episode <clears throat> droid arc, uh, which yeah. is why I kind of lumped these together to make sure we still had three. Um, all right, rookies. Let's kind of kick off with this one. Uh, this is the first one that premiered of the clone episodes, but since we're in chronological order, we know these characters from Clone Cadets, which is a season three episode. This was directed by Justin Ridge and written by Stephen Melching. Again, he's he's carrying the first half of the season, by the way. He wrote the first five. Um, here it is. Uh, it... Uh, rookie clones must fend for themselves against an invasion. And I ha- I paused it to make sure my, my wife doesn't catch the names and stuff all the time. So I paused it. And I was like, all right, remember that episode of clones we watched with all the cadets? I was like, these are the same ones. Uh, you know, I didn't know if she would notice when they start saying stuff like fives and stuff. Uh, but she did. She did know they were called Domino Squad, so she was uh, oh. catching up on that. So I, was, I like that. I, I I wrote in my notes too. This is seen as a classic. This is one of the episodes I remember when it first came out. People were like, "Dude, the Clone Wars is actually good." Like we thought this wasn't going to be good. This is actually good. Watch this episode called Rookies. I remember when I had the season uh, on DVD. Like once I got to that, knowing like, okay, this is the one everybody was talking about. 
And it is quite good, but I do think Clone Cadets is actually way better at this point. But it, at this point, this was so early in the show. This is the fifth episode of the show. And it introduces you to the concept of these clones having different names uh, and and being uh, unique, right? And they are going to have, like you said, it kind of intertwines with the Jedi. We'll see Obi-Wan, we'll see Anakin. We even see Cody and Rex have their own, mm-hmm. you know, shine in this. But this really shown, like this story really shown a light on the clones of Domino Squad. And, and sadly, spoilers, the two that remain, <laughs> Echo and Fives, as everyone yeah. else is going to die. Um, <laughs> but I like the way this episode starts off when they yeah. have like a hollow a hologram with like the radio station and like kind of like doing yeah. like a ra- ra- radio DJ voice on like this yep. droid. I don't know. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. It was an interesting, like I-, I love watching the intro cities. Like I love the narration. I love the, I don't know. It's just a, it's a fun spin and it does. It feels very news casty. Like they're news, like they're broadcasting the war and then you've got like the radio DJs and it does sound like the radio or it sounds like, you know, they're on television telling you what's going on in the Clone Wars. Because I imagine there's, yeah, right? There's people on the outer rim or, like, people that are not really involved in the war that are kind of just, or civilians of different planets, like, obviously, that aren't fighting. They're, like, back home listening or watching to see what's going on. And it makes sense because what we've heard from, I think they mentioned in the original trilogy, if not, they definitely mentioned it in, like, the some of the books and stuff, is that, like, Luke, like, Luke's dad, Anakin, right, was a... yeah widely known hero of the clone wars. Obi-Wan kind of mentions how he was a great pilot, right. huge hero type of thing. At some way, this stuff has to get out to everyone, right? So of course mm-hmm. they're going to have, if we have radio and they're more advanced than us, they're going to have some sort of radio. They're going to have some sort of TV. Mm-hmm. Usually they call it, they have something like the internet called the hollow net, right? Where, people are broadcasting and stuff like that. So I, I really did just enjoy, like I said, the, the usual intro with Tom Kane and doing the, um, like catch up, uh, almost like a, what, like a 1920 serial, you know, yeah. like a movie. Yeah. Or like, and I really just liked when they're listening to the radio at their station and you see like the, radio host talking and it sounds like a radio host here like hey like sit back and enjoy enjoy the tunes yeah. as we you right. know, celebrate the holiday or whatever that's what it kind of felt like and just kind of put a cool vibe on it and then you have domino squad pretty much complaining that there's nothing ever to do at this base right like there's nothing really that ever goes on well, the rookies have no say in anything. Like, I feel like yeah. this is—it's exactly how rookies would be treated. Let's go, let's go protect the outer rim where nothing happens. Yes, and, and then something's going to happen, <laughs> right? It's like, ah, oh, shoot! I knew yeah. it happened. Dude, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> and uh, we also have a scene where Obi Wan is talking to Anakin, and and Cody and Rex are on the thing, and mm. and they're sending Cody and Rex out. They're going to go check on the situation there because of, you know, whatever tipped them off that something might be going on. Mm-hmm. And I, I love this line from Obi- Obi-Wan where he's just like, oh, that great man, that Commander Cody. And I'm like, yeah. he's going to shoot at you. <laughs> yeah. Like two like, years. Right. Just wait, man. You're going to hate him. You're going to hate all of it. Yeah. You're going to go into like, hiding hell? because of it. 
Yeah. You turn into a, a hermit because of him. Yeah. The whole galaxy gets thrown off because of Cody. Damn you, Cody. Yeah. God. Man. <laughs> what a bad, what a sad story. This is. Like, and really I, is. I keep thinking about this too. Like any of the episodes we're watching, I keep thinking, okay, like I know we're not at the R2 stuff yet, right? But yeah. I'm thinking about the R2 stuff when, yeah. Ob- when Anakin is like, I got to go save my little buddy. Right. Right. Cause it's like a pet to him. It's like his buddy. Yeah. A friend. I I get that. I get that, Anakin. Yeah. But I'm also looking at you knowing you're about to slaughter a bunch of kids in two years. <laughs> so yeah. like Right. What a change of heart. Yeah. Like, yeah, go man. from hero to zero, like really quickly. Right. And then you also have Obi-Wan, who's just like not to go too far down this trail, but like you said, his treatment of R2. I'm like Okay, in like 20 years, R2 is going to roll up and be like, dude, you used to own me. Remember that? Yeah. And he's going to be like, I don't remember owning any droid. I'm like, well, now I know why. You treat them right. like objects, Obi-Wan. Right. And they're, they're, I mean, there's 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 facts. There's research out there as to how R2-D2 has, has saved many a, many a yeah. resistance and rebels and uh, pretty much saved the galaxy. I mean, he's, he saved Luke a couple times, right? Yeah. Helps Ray, like... Not much, but we don't see him much. It's, but. A, it's a good thing that they never wiped his memory. Um, right. You know, and I'm surprised Obi-Wan was shocked by that. Okay, not to go too far down that. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll yeah. get there. Let's talk rookies. Sorry. I had mm-hmm. to get that off my chest. Then they have like a, a meteor shower that arrives, and it's really like some are meteors. The other two are like this container of droids. These, uh, I forget what designation they are, but they're like the, they're like a more serious droid, right? You face these in Jedi fallen order and survivor where they're a little tougher they're a little bulkier uh they're not the super battle droid but they are a battle droid that's a little smarter and they come in they start taking out the uh the base uh we have the rookies who are going to escape and they escape and everything's going pretty well until cut up gets eaten by an eel i totally forgot this happens and i was like cut up's dead he's just gone man did that shock you at all? Oh, 100%. Like I, I did. I thought we were going to get I thought we were going to get this team together like for more. like a while, right? Yeah, yeah. I really did. I thought we were going to get like more of them like Rex Cody and then Rex and Cody become part of their, you know, it's yeah, their storyline yeah. like they're going to be teamed up with this rookie team and and these are two of the best, right? They're two of the ca- the captain and commander and then you're like, "All right, so these guys are going to lead this Domino squad and they're going to become like this be- Nope, <laughs> not at all. Not uh, at maybe all. two of them. I don't know. But man, this really, I, I was not expecting this, this episode. I was just kind of like, whoa. Yeah, so. cut up dies. We we lose yeah. heavy as right? well. He's going to sacrifice himself. Yeah, that ends up being really heavy. Yeah, it was, a, it was heavy. <laughs> uh, and then Echo and Fives are the only two left. Yeah. That'll, that'll survive. Um, cause droid bait, we didn't even really see him. Did we, the one no. that they called droid bait? I think he's yeah. just, he's, he's probably gone. droid bait. <laughs> probably yeah. was droid he's, bait. Gone. he's gone. You know, he's dead. He had stood no chance. His name gave that away. He was dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cody and Rex arrived to check on the base. They do run into heavy echoes and fives and <laughs> Rex comes up with the greatest idea ever. He's like, all right, so they did run into a clone that was not a clone. It was a droid wearing clone armor. And he's like, all right, mm-hmm. I got it. I know how we're getting in here. 
So he goes up, walks it, walking all weird, and Cody's like, this is never going to work. And Rex is like, watch this, watch this. Rex goes up, knocks on the door, and then starts saying, like, Roger, Roger. And they're like, you sound a little different. Can you take off your helmet? And I, I was like, man, I think they're caught here. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot he ducks down and then just grabs a head and pops it up and is like, shake. <laughs> It is hilarious. I was like, what is he doing? I was really confused at first. I was like, I, I was. I was going, how are they going to get in here? Like, they clearly. And I was like, ah, oh, that's brilliant. That's pretty smart. And then they open up the door and then they're like, clones. And he's like, yep, bam. And they shoot all the droids. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stuck it to Cody there, Rex. He's like, hey, I know what I'm doing. I'm he's basically get it like, oh my gosh, you tricked me. Like, yeah. duh. You're an idiot. Duh. Yeah, you're a droid. You right. follow orders. It makes no sense. Uh, I I loved it. Um, it. It kind of what I would imagine is like if you, <laughs> if you're, if there's this is gonna sound really crazy that there's horses inside, right? And the horses will only right. let you in if you're another horse. So you knock on the door, and then they're like, "Well, you look like a human," and then you duck down and you grab one of those like <laughs> horse things that is just a stick yeah, that a you stick. act like you're riding on, and you're like. And they're like, all right, yeah, let yeah. them in. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> right. It was like, oh, yeah, somehow magically a droid's now in the way. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, loved it. Okay, so then we get them taking back the base, and Heavy is setting some charges that they're going to detonate later on. But then there's an issue where it won't, uh, they lose connection, right? They lose the thing so he has to stay in there to detonate and when he's talking to the clones he's saying you know like hey i know what i gotta do and man he takes a beating he gets shot a few times and he's about yeah. to die before he gets up i love that the droids are like do we take prisoners and he's just like i don't and then right. bam blows up the base yep what a hero heavy was unbelievable like sacrifice yourself um and I don't know. Like I, I, Star Wars does such a good job with this. Like people taking mm -hmm. the fall for people. Like we just talked about uh, who was it? Uh, one of the Jedi, right? Um, in the last one that we did last week, well, week before that, I guess. Which Jedi uh, took the fall? Oh yeah, Jedi Master Die, right? He died. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so Droid Bait himself. Yeah, Master Droid Die. Bait? Like yeah, if you, you have bad names, you're done. Heavy, you're heavy. Was yeah. Heavy's His body light, heavy. Man. He's done. <laughs> he doesn't drop to the ground. <laughs> um, and then we, you know we end with Echo and Five joining the Five of First. I will say, Logan, these two are going to be very important. We're going to see more Echo and Fives throughout the show. Oh, that's good then. Yeah. So we're not just going to kill them off in the next episode. Like Jar Jar no. Binks comes in for some reason and hits the wrong button and they go out into space. And poof. No, we it seems very well, Jar Jar. You're half right. We are. Next week is a Jar Jar episode. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go episode six. We had downfall of a droid. Uh, we have. This is where R two gets gets stolen. He gets lost after Anakin crashes his ship. And Anakin's like, all right, we gotta, we gotta go back and find R2. So, also we have Anakin say, I've got a bad feeling about this. So I just want to call that out. We also get R2 going missing. And this is Obi-Wan's line. This is what we were alluding to. Obi-Wan says, R, oh, actually, yeah, yeah, R2, uh, sorry, Obi-Wan says this. R2 units are a dime a dozen. Yeah. 
Come Unbelievable. On, man. No wonder he I, doesn't remember R2 when he rolls up in episode four. I mean, it's it's so distasteful, Obi-Wan. Like, like machinist is what it right? is. <laughs> You're just saying every other droid's the same? Like, come on. Yeah. What about individuality? Sure. And one thing I do find interesting, Anakin tells him they didn't wipe the memory, and then he's like, "All right, yeah, we got, we got to get this guy back." Oh yeah, now but, we got to save him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, that had my browsing history on it. I got to go find my phone. <laughs> 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 got to clear That's the history. That's what it felt like, Obi Wan. Yeah. Like, all right, man. But I do get it. It has all the the Republic's military strategies and stuff. Yeah, and the but locations. Did you know they've kind of. Re- they've kind of explained that the way droids get their personalities are by having no mind wipes. So the longer you go without wiping the memory, the droid starts to develop more and more of a personality because they actually have something to base their programming off of. Cause they have an actual, like they have memories. So I, I do like that, that obviously R2 never has a mind wipe at all since we've known him in episode one, Mm -hmm. he kind of survives through this all without having a mind wipe, which again, makes it even funnier when he's like, R2 is my friend. And then just knowing he has to go up against him as Darth Vader later on. It's like, I wonder what R2 is thinking at those times. Like, man, Anakin, I wish you would be how you were when I met you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder what his thoughts are there, but just a lot of fun to have, the idea that you know this is the same r2 unit uh that that we known the whole time he never yeah. gets his mind wiped you know because even when uh episode three happens yeah bail organa gets both of these droids and he says have the protocol of minds wiped uh yeah. he never mentions wiping r2s so because 3po does doesn't he yeah he r3po does get his mind wiped um how many times because it happens in last jedi or is that R- rise, rise skywalker Skywalker? Yeah, because Babu Frick, right? Yeah, but I think he does come back with having it backed up, or I think he does have his memory. At the he end. had it. Yeah, I think he had. He's worried cloud. about losing it when they're resetting it. Right. He had and it then, in the Star Wars cloud, and then he gets his mind wipe at the end of Episode Three, uh, when he goes into. That's why he doesn't. Re- that's why he, the one that can actually. Talk, that's right. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't know remember. anything that's going on in Episode yeah. Four. He's like, "What do you mean? We never yeah. were with Obi Wan Kenobi." Yeah, could you imagine mind, that? He'd been like, oh, yeah, I, all right, Luke, listen Anakin's to this. a bad dude. Yeah. Listen to this, your <laughs> <That's> dad. <bad. laughs> you a bunch of kids. All right? R2 is kind of an accessory because he's his droid. But right. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder they have, like, a rocky relationship. Yeah. and Because R2 remembers it all, and he's like, C-3PO, what's wrong with you, dude? Like, Yeah, you're a dummy. You stupid? Um. Yeah, so so it's funny that that kind of happens, uh, and why three PO doesn't have much of a personality, I guess, and, and yeah. R two is way more of a personality. So Obi Wan and Ahsoka get Anakin a replacement R three S six, which Ahsoka dubs Goldie, and R three just keeps messing up. He accidentally, in quotation marks, accidentally turns mm-hmm. on the IG assassination droids when they're looking for R two. Anakin gets mad at him. I kind of felt bad for R3 because I forgot he was the uh, the spy. I was, I was so like, confused Man. the whole time. Yeah. It felt like Anakin. It kind of felt like when they say, and I don't do this for my dogs. What do they say? Like when your dog like poops an ass, like rub his nose in it. And I feel like yeah. that's very mean. That's what it felt like Anakin was doing to R3. 
Yeah. It's like, look at your mistake. Don't do this again. And then R2 is captured, and the scalper is looking to sell to General Grievous. And that's where that episode left off. Um, did I say the synopsis for that one? I don't think so. The synopsis was R2 goes missing in battle. See? Keep it short and sweet. And then next was Duel of the Droids. Anakin must find R2-D2 and destroy an enemy listening post. So it kind of worked out that Grievous is after... R2, because he wants him sent to that listening post, which is also what Anakin is supposed to be actually doing. Uh, but Anakin is looking for R2, and they're going to find him, because R2 hacks into the ship from his little prison cell, whatever it is, <laughs> and they uh, start sending a signal, and I agree with Anakin here, I can definitely tell when it's R2 beeping and when it's not R2 beeping. Yeah. When you hear him and he's like, that's R2. I know his voice anywhere. And Ahsoka's like, dude, yeah. it's the same thing. I'm like, no, no. that was R2. I yeah. know that. Yep. A hundred percent. And he's, he, R2 is high on life. Like that's, that's the way I know R2. R2 is a happy chirp. Like mm -hmm. it is constantly just him. It's very personal. Whereas, you know, like an R3 is not, it's just beep, beep, beep. It's like yeah, a, yeah. You got no personality. R 2s out there going, "Wow!" Like he's just screaming. <laughs> Dude's just having a blast. I like it. I think prison <laughs> would even be fun for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he loves. It. He just likes. He's. I don't know. He's just like. He, he is the perfect. Like I don't know. He's the perfect character throughout the whole series, which just sounds funny because people are like it on my oh, shoulder here. I know. Yeah, I see him. Um, him but he really is one of my favorites. Like I love R two because he's just. I don't know. It just brings a smile to my face. See, same thing with C three PO. Yeah, which is kind of why I bummed when it wasn't when he wasn't when they weren't in the last three um, with Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise that much. But yeah, three PO got his moment in the sun and Rise at least. Yeah, he did. R two really in a corner. got shafted. Yeah, in all yeah. three of these movies, and it's like my biggest complaint about the sequels, uh, and I go on about yeah. it all the time, so I don't want to say it too much, but you know, like. This is, I know a lot of people are like, oh, we should have had Han, Leia, and Luke all in the Falcon together. And I'm like, just give me R2 and 3PO oh. all the time. Because yeah. they were the such the constant. And they've been the constant so far in this, too. Like, yeah. they're in Clone Wars a lot. They're in the movies a lot. Uh, except for the newer movies. And yeah. it kind of, like, I understood in Force Awakens why R2 is sad. Yeah. Luke is missing. He's powering down. Fine. Once we got the last Jedi and rise of Skywalker, R2 should have been on the journey with everyone. You know, he kind of just sits in the Falcon. Like, yeah. And he does have a good moment with Luke in last Jedi where he's like playing the yeah. Leia. But after that, he doesn't do much. And then in rise of Skywalker, he just sits by Leia's side as she dies. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of sad. I think, I mean, I, there's a lot of argument I can make about Last Jedi being the reason why a lot of them don't have the continuation of the story. Because it focuses so much on that Force connection. Like, it's just so heavy into Rey and Kylo and why they're connected and what's going on. And Rey trying to figure out who she is and Kylo trying to figure out who he is and what he does and why he's doing the things he's doing. And I don't know. I feel I like R2... Put, I, I do have to put some of it on JJ uh, for Force Awakens. And I love yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah. And I love the last scene of handing it to Luke and stuff. 
Yeah. But this causes Force Awakens and Last Jedi to be the only movies where there's no gap. No gap at all. That's true. And I think you need that gap because you need to have some sort of illusion that these people have been together doing yeah. stuff for a while. So I, I do lay some of that at at his feet too of because he didn't know how to deal with Luke. We already we heard that with the guy who wrote Toy Story 3, Michael Arn. Yeah. He wrote a script and he said, anytime I put Luke in it, he overrode the story. Like Luke would take control of the focus. Yeah. They just kept kicking the can down the road to be like, all right, so we got to introduce Luke at the very last second because we don't mm-hmm. want him to overshadow the new characters we have. Right. And but then, then we- he just steals it. Like he just, Then you're wondering, like, oh, my gosh, Luke Skywalker's back heading into Last Jedi. Yeah, like, and then going into Last Jedi, you're like, well, we have to see what happens right away because yeah. we didn't see him react at all. So that's what leads to Last Jedi having to pick up. And maybe Ryan Johnson would have made it pick up right away anyway. I don't know. But that's what you kind of forced into a corner then of being like, oh, well, if I don't show what happens immediately after this, people are going to be like, well, like if you skip a year later and she's already like working with Luke, you'd be like, well, I wanted to see what happens when she hands on the lightsaber. Mm -hmm. Just kind of uh, the unfortunate reality of making the trilogy without a plan. And uh, I say that as a person that actually likes all three movies. It's just, you know, it's, I can see the, I can see the frustration that people have with it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't get upset about that. Uh, But yeah, so this one, uh, they're going to end up on the enemy listening posts, uh, which is how they're like hacking into messages or or something. And and Grievous is going to like F up again here, right? This is what we were talking about last week of Grievous is incompetent. He's going to take it out on his droids. He like breaks a battle droid again because he's upset. But ultimately, there's no one to blame but yourself. And uh, even last week with the Malevolence, right? Like they they get into the ship. They change. They change the trajectory to like go into the moon. Right. And he has to escape. And he's like. And Duke is like, hey, we got the malevolence at least. And he's like, actually, I don't uh, (laughs) anymore. And in this, they're like, well, we got the droid, right? And it's like, actually, the droid has escaped. Uh, He's kind of screwed here. But we do get Grievous killing the smuggler, too. The the droid scalper. I always think this is funny when these, like, low-level people in a hierarchy think that they have control at some point. Yes. Like him yep. being like, Ooh, now that I know what's on it, you're going to pay me more. And Grievous is like, no, I'm not like you're yeah. dead. <laughs> right. Yes. But it happens a lot in any sort of movie where they're like the, the lowest person on the totem pole is like, now that I got you, I can blackmail you. And they're like, no, I'm just going to kill you. Yeah. I hate to keep going back to Batman, but I always think of the Joker, like when they're robbing the bank and he's like, yeah, no. He's like, the guy told me to kill you. Uh, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Don't be the stupid one. Night. I'm going to kill you because you're. I'm going to take the money. And he's like, that's funny because he told me the same thing. <laughs> and he shoots him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, because it's the Joker. That makes sense. So Yeah, he had it pl- set up perfectly for him. To- yeah, that's kind of what... Always a step ahead going. of you. They always yeah. step ahead of you and they have like unlimited resources to take you down. Like, why would you think you as the little, you know, like kind of a collector, why would you be the one that... This is why you don't do the business with like the separatists and the empire and stuff like that. He probably wasn't ever going to pay this guy. 
Right. Right. Like this was probably yeah. always, he was probably going to always kill this guy once he had R2. Yep. yep. Or bounty hunters. You don't deal with bounty hunters because they're in everything for their money. Yeah. Yeah. So like they're yeah, going to kill you. Unless if you have more money than the person trying to kill you. Exactly. Then yep. you're going to be dead. Yep. Uh, Grievous and Ahsoka face off. Mm. And I, I felt bad here. Ahsoka's like, hey, R3, I'm over here. And R3 is like, <laughs> the police lights on her like stop yeah. <laughs> oh man uh yeah she kind of holds her own a little bit but she she doesn't like actually do super well against them which is good because you don't want to like have a 13 year old be able to hold her hold her own against grievous right um, when nobody else has been able to but she's able to kind of just get herself away enough and uh i love the way when anakin's chasing and hearing r2 the whole time he gets, he gets to uh, whoever has him at the time. And he says, "You have something that belongs to me." The way that was delivered by Matt Lanter, who does the voice, mm-hmm. was so, so good. You kind of have a little bit of the friendly Anakin, but also a little bit of the dark Anakin in that yeah. line read. I kind of like that. And then R two is going to kind of like fix himself enough to be able to help Anakin, and then Anakin will like actually fix his little head, which was little askew, you know, a little mm-hmm. not all the way on. And then we get the actual showdown of the century, R2 versus R3 on this <laughs> sky, <laughs> yep. you know, in the sky. And uh, R3 is going to die. He's like, I got to bring him down with me. But Anakin yes. comes and saves him. They write, they write this show so well. Like, I don't know. I wish they, the writers here would have been able to shoulder the, the Anakin parts and... Because there's so many mm. things that I think Anakin could have been so good. Like I think, I think, Revenge of the Sith is really good. Like you get better Anakin, but man, Attack of the Clones, Anakin's brutal to watch. Like, I think just and, the way he's written. Yeah. The thing I'll say too with this, I, I think that this show will help you with that. Like this, this show has kind of really helped me along with Ahsoka, right? Mm-hmm. So until Ahsoka premiered. And we got to see this, right? Yeah. I had a trouble connecting prequel Anakin, Clone Wars Anakin, and Darth Vader as one actual character. Yeah. Right? Now that I've gotten... uh, Seeing Hayden Christensen wearing the armor and stuff like this, and seeing him Mm -hmm. interact with Ahsoka, and now while I'm watching this, my mind can actually picture this is the same guy yeah this is the same guy and this show is going to really kind of show you the good that shows why he's a hero of the republic mm-hmm. but also kind of start showing also some the of traits those of why he's yeah yeah, yeah. why he is the way that he is and ends up being and then i think the i honestly think the biggest gap that it, this bridges it because like Obviously, I haven't seen this show all the way through, but I, I really do feel like the big defining moment is when Anakin, when Hayden returns in Ahsoka and Anakin's walking, I guess, you know, like going through Ahsoka's past and they're walking through different battles. He's like, oh, I wasn't at this one. Like, kind of like, you know, he, he's walking through different battles with her, but as as they went further into her life, he wasn't as familiar with what happened and i think it's because obviously he started to distance himself and ahsoka did too and you start to see kind of this 
Ahsoka realizing that Anakin and, and you then you start to see dark Anakin come through and then as he progresses then he finally pulls out the red lightsaber as they're battling and it's like this is crazy because it, it it does it it feels like Ahsoka's the bridge Ahsoka Ahsoka's the one like Obi-Wan wasn't really around right Obi-Wan's at arm's length because Yoda kind of Yoda and Mace are like you know keep the kid at arm's length we don't really trust him um and I think that ultimately is what Obi-Wan does and Padme is the only one that sees it but now we get an, an added voice into she was always with Anakin as, as a kid and like even she has some tendencies to do things that she shouldn't yeah and you know I, I think that's huge and I, I love that because I, I mean Ahsoka didn't really make sense for me really like you could say you could watch Ahsoka and you'd get it from watching Revenge and then watching Ahsoka, but I would honestly say that this is the show. If you're wanting to understand Ahsoka, I would watch this before you watch Ahsoka because it just, it really is make it makes a lot of sense now. And we're only a couple of, of episodes in, but the Ahsoka Anakin relationship makes a lot of sense now. Really interested to hear. I was really interested to hear what you just said there about when he's going through those things in Ahsoka and how he says, I wasn't here at this. There is a reason that we will get to in the show. Oh, really? Yes. And I, I want to like, uh, I'm logging that in my brain of, okay, yeah. this is why he thinks that let's see if yeah. he, you know, what happens as we go through this. Um, but yeah, no. So I'm really excited to see when we get to those later points and you know, what happens with the, uh, with the relationship here. Because, okay, so uh, the way we have this broken out is 47 weeks. uh, 43 weeks, sorry. 43 weeks. So less than a year that this will take us. And um, I'll just say, for anybody that's first time, and and Logan here, the finale of this show takes place at the same time Revenge of the Sith does. So that's really exciting. Yeah. And I'm really excited to get to that moment. Because it's a lot of build up and it's really one of the best, you know, Star Wars four episodes of, you know, arc or whatever of anything. So really excited to to get into that. Uh, so, yeah, Anakin goes back for R2. They get R2 back and, you know, R2 kind of gives them a little bit of a problem about, hey, you had a replacement droid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Uh, but, yeah. So I, I guess uh, where would we rank these three episodes when we're talking about how we're, how we're watching on the weekly here, uh, we had a really strong first one and then you kind of had like the, did, did you like the droid episode base? Cause sometimes those are episodes. People are not digging as much. I like this one. Cause it's our droid, right? I think it, if it's R2D2, I think it's easier for me to enjoy it. And there's some people that don't like R2 or they find him not to be as great, but I, if I had to rank Star Wars character, I would say R2 is probably in my top three. Like, he, he's just that high for me. All right, give me um, the top three. Okay. Uh, number one, and this will be uh, controversial, I think, but Jar-Jar. number one. Jeez. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> You'll like no. next week. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, that's actually Jabba, no. Uh, number one is the Mandalorian. Um, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I love Mando. Uh, number two... Um, Sorry, number two is controversial. Number one's not as much, but number two definitely is. I love Ray, like, hundred percent, hands mm. down. I think she's one of my favorite. I don't know These why. These are all controversial. Yeah, um, 
And then number three, I would say R2. My, okay. I know we're, we can dive in as a whole another time too. We should do like a top three. We should oh. do a draft. Yeah, we, we should. Sh- we should, we should do a draft and then put it up on Instagram or somewhere. And then and we should also play. do like a, a, like a top three list where you give our top three characters, yeah. starships, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. all right. Top one for me is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, partly, I I loved episode one growing up. I've always said that like I watched that one or Return of the Jedi because those were the only two I had at the time. Um, so once I got you know New Hope and uh, Empire, I would I would go back to those. I had seen those obviously, but those were like the only I'd only owned Return of the Jedi and Phantom Menace. So if I wanted to watch Star Wars, those were the only two I could, I could watch for probably about a year, and then I got you know the other ones. But uh, I love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. And, you know, him in episode one just really made him one of my favorites. I loved, like, seeing the Jedi at their peak. And, of course, I just love, as we continue going through that, episode two, episode three. And then even now today with Obi-Wan, the show, which a lot of people don't like, I enjoyed it. And then shows like this, Clone Wars, him showing up in the new, in the original trilogy, he, he's just really cemented as my favorite. Um, geez, if we're going like two and three, I don't even know. That's tough. I think R2 is definitely up there. I think yeah. R2 is definitely two or three. And then I would probably put somebody like Man- Mando or, you know, I really do like the Mandalorian a lot. He's probably up there. If not top three, he's top five. But I'll have to probably think about a little bit more for, for my top three. But yeah. All right. So, so next week, wait, did we rank these? We didn't rank that. Okay. Where, where do you rank yeah. this out of the five? Uh, I think I did it on the last episode on accident, but this would be number two. The other okay. one that we just watched would fall down to number three. Um, but yeah, no, I really like this storyline. I like Anakin's allegiance and love yeah. for our 2 too. Like, because that's how I would be too. I feel it would like be. That's yeah. how I would be attached to my droid, yep. man. I would too. Yeah, and especially because Anakin, like, even growing up, like his best friend was C three PO. Like, I feel like because he put so much time and, and energy into creating C-3PO, like he relies heavily on 3PO. And then as he starts to, you know, have these interactions now with R2, he's got the same attachment. Like, I feel like C-3PO and R2-D2 are Anakin's best friends. Like I really a hundred percent besides mm, Padme. Right, he treats C-3PO. <laughs> he just like garbage, but uh, you always have that person that you treat like garbage. Right? If I was 3PO, I'd be like, let's not forget who made me. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why are you treating me like an idiot? Yeah. Um, uh, if anything's my fault, it's your fault because you made me. All right. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like. User error, you idiot. What it reminds yeah. me of is like art, like 3PO is like Anakin's child and R2 yeah. is like the dog. Yeah. And like the dog, because he is like so lovable you're like oh i love you so much can't stay mad at you the kid will disappoint you sometimes yes right like the kid will disappoint you and at times you have to be like man that's a teaching moment that i have to do and then maybe that's why he doesn't like 3po as much he's like i did raise 3po Mm -hmm. so anything he's doing wrong is my is my fault too and it's making him look inward and not accept that you know how much he uh lacked as a parent there you go there's a deep dive into anakin's yeah subconscious with how he relates to the droids um okay next week misa gonna love this all right misa, misa gonna love it that's pretty good actually <laughs> thank you 
Next week, we are talking Bombad Jedi, which is where Separatist forces mistake Jar Jar for a Jedi Knight. So that's the first episode that we are watching next week. And then we're also watching, I think this is a two-part set, if I have this broken up right. We have uh, Cloak of Darkness, which is episode nine, and episode 10, Lair of Grievous. So we, we have a light one to start with, and I think the next two are kind of darker. So it's going to mm. be a little bit of a mixed tone, but I had to separate them that way because we're going to be getting to some, like, you know, arcs that I had to make sure stayed together. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see uh, your reaction to Bombad Jedi. <laughs> I remember it a little bit. I'm excited to watch it again, actually, because I yeah. am a unironic Jar Jar supporter, so I will... Uh probably eat this up but there are some episodes where you're like i remember when i was watching it first through and you get to an episode like that and you're like yeah i was watching this for obi-wan and anakin but i guess we're going with a jar jar (laughs) (laughs) but this is why i think it really works with the format that we're doing because we will get that episode but we don't have to spend 30 minutes talking about it yeah you know we'll we'll have two other episodes that are probably going to have a little bit more meat on them that right. we'll discuss. And yeah, no, I like this formatting. Them. Yeah. Plus it only takes 43 weeks instead of 133 weeks. So yeah. that's another plus. Uh, if anybody has feedback for the podcast at pod awakens on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, threads. Um, yeah. So have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you next week for, uh, Bombad Jedi, Grievous, uh, Cloak of Darkness, and Lair of Grievous.